Listener Production. The Luke and Sassy Scott podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we record this podcast. The Yulikit Woolen Clan of the Boon who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders past and present and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You are ridiculous. Don't do that either. I'm sick of you. You're a nutcase. I don't care, Luke. Look at you. You infuriate me as a human being. (coughs) Are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. Welcome back. Before we get started in today's episode, Luke, we have news. Big news, huge news. I'm going to say it is. Yes. So this was supposed to be a six-week limited series podcast. Mm. Listener, have asked us to stick around because... Drum roll. You guys like us. Yes. (laughs) You like me. Luke, it turns out that we're good at something. Finally. Don't get ahead of yourselves, boys. Oh, thanks, uh, can Mandy. Get, can we can, get a new producer? Can someone tell her she, kn- she needs to know her place, please? Remember the time I got arrested and went to jail in Thailand? You tell the story to the family quite a few times. Yeah, I do, yeah. And I think it's time that I get to share it with everybody else. <laughs> so strap in. So Marcus the other day reminds me of when me and him were in Thailand together and I got arrested and went to jail in Thailand. And it was mental. And the amount of people that have blown up my personal socials um, <laughs> that are t- going, tell us the story, tell us the story. Well, today you're in for a treat. Strap in. So Marcus and I went on a trip for his 40th birthday that I wanted to organise. He's always good at organising things for me. So I said, no, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to organise it all. He was like, what hotel are we staying at? And I'm like, (laughs) he goes, what star rating is it? I said, these people don't have ratings on their accommodation, which should have been the first red flag. Red flags. Yeah. Anyway, we got to these beautiful villas in Phuket and I had organised with them to pay upon checkout. But four days into the stay, you know, Marcus and I are living large, we're drinking, we're eating, and the hotel had seen it and then thought, we think, these guys haven't paid us yet. We haven't taken any money. And then they come and ask me to pay now. And I hadn't, the money from my work hadn't dropped yet. And I said, no, you've changed the rules. I blow up. They then asked for some security. So I gave them my passports. Time goes on. They then ask for money again two days later. And I was like, no, you've got my passports. I'm screaming, people coming into the hotel. I'm like, don't check in here. They hold your passports against you and use it as ransom. So... I'm starting to cause a bit of a problem. All right, do you want to start to get to the point? I'm giving context. (laughs) Go, go. So then one day, Marcus and I were coming back to the hotel and I said to him, hey, I'm just going to go get our passports. I'm going to go settle the bill. And I walked there and I asked for the passports back and I said that I would pay. And they said to me, "Um, no, we don't trust you. They thought that I was doing something dodgy. Me? So they know you. And so I pop off. And then they start screaming, we're calling the police, you're going to jail. And I was like, I'm not going to jail, you're going to jail. So I go back into the room and I'll never forget this. Marcus was lying in the pool in our villa. And he goes, how'd you go, Bubba? Did you get the passports? And I said, lock the doors, I think we're going to jail. Next second, we hear banging on the doors. I had to call the high commissioner, who I knew from when I was in trouble in Ghana. 
and she said, stay in your room, I'm going to call the hotel and the local authorities and, Scott, just, just stay where you are. Just know you're fucked. Pretty much. She calls him back and she said, Scott, you have to go up there. They're furious, but you have to go up there, lose the ego, and you have to apologise profusely to them. And that would be hard for you, right? No, I was ready to do it. Like, when the job has to be done, I'll do it. Yeah, right. So then I go up. Marcus is like, do you want me to come? I'm like, nah, I've got this. I walk up there. And you don't have this. To the reception. <laughs> I don't have this. There was like probably, I'm not lying, 40 to 50 police officers all standing there and the hotel. Do they know how little you are? <laughs> You're a little boy. They, they could have just, they just had like one, one of the one security guards. <laughs> or just the mean receptionist would have so done the job. So I pop off and I'm screaming, you broke the deal. They're like, You're going to jail. And I was like, No, I'm not. And I negotiated that they would give Marcus's passport back. I'm a good husband like that. I thought no, he can't go to jail. Own. I would have got my passport and ran. No, I'm like, he can't go to jail. I'd be able to survive a Bangkok prison. Is this in the prenup that you signed? Because you still thought you could get his money at this stage. Shut up. You're oh, such an sorry. idiot. So then I'm in a, what do, what do they call them? Motorcade? Like there's motorbikes the in front of us. Of no, there was motorbikes in front of us. We were, <laughs> and I was in a van. There was all these other vans, cops everywhere. And the smug woman from the hotel, she was just smiling at me the whole time. I'm like, you'll get yours. And I was screaming at her the whole time. And she was just smiling at me. I was so angry with her. <laughs> anyway, we get to the prison and we get to the police. Well, it's kind of like a police station where they check you into the prison. Anyway, I was told not to sign anything and they were bringing me all these paperwork in Thai and I was like, I will not sign. Where's my lawyer? My lawyer said, you're going to have to sneak your phone in with you. And I was like, in where with me? She goes, the jail. She goes, we're going to speak to you on the inside. And she said, go in as the craziest person. She goes, make everyone think this guy is nuts and they won't come near you. And I was like, easy. So sneak my phone in and they made me take my clothes off. And this guy gives me this pair of pants that I reckon had been worn by 40 prisoners before me. And they had shit all the way down and through them. And I don't think it had ever been washed. Mm. And I said, no, thank you. I will have a fresh white pair of pants. And this guy smashes his baton down. And he was like, I think in Thai, put the fucking pants on. So I was like, okay, sir. So I took my pants off, put them on. Anyway, they were negotiating for ages. Where did you hide the phone? Where do you You snuck the phone in? Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, keep going. up and in my butt. What do you mean? You got another hole? Oh. Where do you think I would have done it? I don't know. That's why I had to clarify. And that's not what I thought. I thought it would have gone, like, all the way up. In my butt. How would that fit in my butt? That's how a smuggler does it. You didn't have an iPhone back then. Like I said, you would have had your Nokia 5210, and that thing probably could have. No, it wasn't. But good luck getting it out. Do they vibrate as well? You'd have been like, keep calling, lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't answer. Call me again. Uh, So we had to sign. I had 24 hours to pay the hotel from a credit card in my name. Um, Otherwise, I had to go to prison for 12 months. And in the last six hours, Des O'Halloran, my mum, I didn't think, I I didn't call you. Patrick tried to help me. Mum tried to help me. Marcus, everyone. We were transferring cash from everywhere. Well, I can't help if I don't get asked, It was mum that got it through me through Western Union. Shout out, thank you, because they've helped me before when I was facing jail in Africa. And the money landed. I had six hours until I was going to jail for 12 months. And... Allegedly, I'm not allowed back into the country, into Thailand. Luke. Luke. And... Sassy. 
Now, Scott, you might remember on another episode where we spoke about some accidental text sent. Yes, when I accidentally quit to my boss and I thought I was sending the message to Marcus, but it went to her. <laughs> yeah, well, it's quite funny because I've accidentally done it to you recently and you were oblivious. You have? Yes. <laughs> you sent, like, as in it was meant for me or wasn't meant for it me? It wasn't meant for you. What was it? Well, I thought I was texting our manager, Kirsty, saying, I can't fucking stand him. And I sent it to you. That's what you meant. <laughs> And you were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what, who? What, who can't you fucking stand? And I stand? pretend and it was about dad. Yes. <laughs> oh. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Anyway. I can't so, believe I didn't pick up on that. So I've hit up Mandy, our producer, to see if we had any more up our sleeve to play a few more because there was so many that came through. And do we have more? There were so many funny ones. I love this so much. So there's another bunch that we wanted to play for you. Yes. Bonza yes. has sent this in about someone they accidentally texted. Hi, guys. So I accidentally sent a text message that was meant for my cousin. I sent it to my, at the time, fiancé, <laughs> and it was just a huge angry rant by basically a crazy person about how much of a total c- he was, all the ways that I was planning on how to dump him, every single thing he'd ever done wrong or had pissed me off. Press send, felt great, then instantly felt sick because I sent it to him. <laughs> oh, no, I want to know what his response was and how much longer the relationship lasts. Well, it's clear communication. She's doing well now. That's yeah, she's fantastic all on the line. Yeah, well done. Um, this one is from Nazrin, who also did something pretty similar. My father-in-law had just lost his wife of... 30 years and got a girlfriend very quickly and they went overseas together. They were overseas in Greece for a couple of weeks and when they returned, she was wearing a ring on her left finger and I was sitting there at the dining table and wrote a message to my sister saying, what a effing piece of blah that he has proposed so soon after losing his wife and how inconsiderate. And then I sent it to him instead of my sister. I want to know what dad's response was too. (laughs) Okay, so this one is from Marnie. I was seeing this guy and his name started with D. I won't say his name. And I sent him a sexy message the next day and said, oh, your dick was amazing. It tasted like pineapples. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I accidentally sent it to my dad, hence the D. No. My father is English and he rang me and he said, what the fuck? <laughs> what you send me that fucking load of rubbish for? I go, what are you talking about? And I checked my phone and I said, oh, fuck, sorry, and hung up the phone. <laughs> she didn't even try and, like, make a lie of it. She just hung up and ran away. Oh, she probably had him saved as daddy. <laughs> Tasted like pineapples. Oh, yuck. I haven't had one that tastes like a pineapple yet. Have I think you? It's, isn't it that you're meant to eat pineapples? You, you drink pineapple or, or, because pineapple. it makes it taste better. Does it? I'd love someone to give us a... I, that's an experiment I'm willing to do. Can you? Give us some live feedback. Not live feedback. <laughs> Marcus, what's it like? <laughs> All right, so next we've got Rala. Rala is next. Who sent one in about her sister's ex-boyfriend. So I was talking to my mom on the phone and we were talking about how much weight he had gained. And she's like, oh, how do you know? I said, well, I'll show you a picture. So I go to his (laughs) Facebook page and screenshot and I don't know what happened to my brain 
and I sent it to him. And before I could do anything, it was sent. So I was like, fuck. And I went back and texted him and I'm like, hey, <laughs> how are you? I, I know we haven't spoken in a while. Sorry, I just literally sent you a picture of yourself. Um, <laughs> but mom wanted to see how you guys were doing. So I figured I'd just take a nice shot from your page and show her. Hope all is well. And then he blocked me on everything. Oh, he knew that she was shady. And she would know what she was like when she was with the sister or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, she's a bitch. She knew exactly what she would have been doing. That's so funny. Funny. Oh, that is good. Imagine getting a photo of yourself, like, zoomed in from someone, <laughs> and it's, like, from someone you haven't like seen this. since you've put on weight. Oh, you'd know straight away. You'd know straight away. That's horrible. Okay, so this... We all do it. We're all human. <laughs> yeah, I often think that, like, I wonder what group chats I'm a part of where it's like, oh, my God, look how much weight she's put on I or can, something. I can only imagine the group chats that I'm, I'm the topic they, of right now. Don't they always say if there's not a secondary group chat, you're, you're the, the one that they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. How so, many of the family chats are you in? Well, that annoys me. I'm in one family group chat. Mm. And definitely got more. there's more, allegedly. Yeah. Oh, it's not Allegedly. Uh, next, we have Gracie. So this one's from Gracie. Now, this isn't text-related, but I thought it could still fit because it's something that she wasn't supposed to see and I thought it was the best story ever. <laughs> so I was about 20, I think, so we're talking about 15 years ago. My mum and dad had a digital camera, which we were using at Christmas. It was Christmas Day. And I was scrolling through the photos of the day and the meal and all the celebrations and everything. And (laughs) it scarred me to this day. Basically, I scrolled across to one of my (coughs) stepdad, fully erect. Oh, no. With a teddy bear that he was basically pretending was giving him a (laughs) blowjob. Which obviously my mum must have done. As you can imagine, my jaw dropped to the floor. I didn't know where to look or what to do. I don't know what I would do if I went through mum's phone and saw something inappropriate. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I would call it out. Would you? Absolutely. I'd pretend I never saw it. Would you not? I would would go, uh, Mum, saw Dad's dick and the teddy bear. What's that all about? What the heck, Scott? That's crazy. Do you remember when you were young and you ever heard anything coming from their room and I would just (laughs) wipe? Wiped never happened. I listened. No, and you would have had a glass against the door going, get her, Dad, like you creep. Get her, Dad? (laughs) What the fuck? Who's your daddy? Oh my who's God, who's my daddy? That's my daddy. Oh. Stick it to her. Oh, Scott, too far. All right, Scott, not too long ago, we played a little challenge where I got you to call Dom from Maps, where there was a little challenge. And if you win, you get a point. Yes, and I won. Mm, questionably. Anyway, round two, Scott. This time, you know how you always say, we've got the same friends, but we all know it's my friends. And then you steal my friends off me. Sure. And then you like to think that they're your friends. Sure. So anyway, so I'm going to have you be calling one of my mates, Jack Crisp. You're such a name dropper <laughs> and a loser. Well, you ha- people have to know who you're calling, you loser. One of my friends, exactly. Jack Crisp. So for those that don't know Jack, he's an AFL Collingwood player. He's won Collingwood's best and fairest for the last two years. So he's a pretty good player for Collingwood, right? Yep, one of my best friends. Let's see if that's true. You're going to be calling Jack, Scott. And you're going to be asking for two tickets for this weekend for you and Marcus. Yep. 
And also that you're going to be uh, dropping off tomorrow your Collingwood jersey that you need the whole club to have signed before the game because you really want to wear it before this game. <laughs> and you'll be down in the rooms afterwards too. Here we go, calling Jack now. Hello, Jack speaking. Hello, Jack speaking. Scott speaking. Oh, it is you. Hey, I'm just sitting, um, I'm calling for a favour, hoping you can help a brother out. Yes, yes, listening. <laughs> um, so, Marcus, you know, he doesn't like the footy and I'm really trying to get him on the bandwagon because you guys are playing so well at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he like fo- watching footy? No, he doesn't like watching footy. He just likes to be part of something that's like, you know, big and fancy and fun and you guys are killing it yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Wondering if you can get me and him two tickets to the game this weekend and I just bought him his first ever jersey and I want to drop it off to you at the club to see if you and the guys could sign it for him as a surprise. I will be able to get a few signatures on the jump up, but tickets this weekend I probably won't be able to because all of Mickey's family's down um, and I've already got Six Fuck. over the allocation. I've got ten tickets. What can we do? Is there another player that could that may have some that we could go on theirs? Uh, I'm not too sure because generally they or everyone uses up all their requests for their families and stuff. I thought you were a big deal, Jack. Yeah, I've already asked for ten tickets. We only get four. <laughs> Ask for twenty. <laughs> I wish. Um, I don't think it will be happening this weekend. What about the grand final? I'm sure you guys are going to make that. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, good one. Jack, you're like the best and fairest. You're one of the best players. Surely you got pull, mate. Not for the grand final, I won't. <laughs> That's even stricter. All right, yeah. so you can't help me. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to this weekend. Heartbroken. Okay, if something happens to Michaela's family, can I come in over the top of them? Like, <laughs> yes, if they don't if make happens, it? If something happens to their family, I'll, uh, I'll let you know, 100%. All right, mate. Well, I'll talk to you soon. That's all right. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Good luck. Good I guess I'll be guys. watching you from from yeah. the TV, from the couch. Oh, go to the pub. No, there's bogans there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Yeah. I'll talk all to right, you soon. Thanks, soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. I get the point. I get the point. I just kind of... Loser, loser, loser. You thought you were going to have that. I really did. Mm. I'm a bit pissed off. I'm sweating. Actually. I didn't know he actually said no I don't to like people, people for the week no. games. You heard him. He said four tickets. He's got. Te- he's had to ask for ten for Mick's family. Couldn't ask for eleven or twelve. I tried. Did he say that he could get the ho- the jersey signed though? Because yes. I'm more impressed by that. Yeah, yeah you easy. Could get that. So next week, let's see if you've got get the, the other jersey. footy player on the line. I'm going to ask him. No. Oh my god, he's Do just you have messaged me, Jack. I've, there you go. Jack just messaged me and he's just said, I've just messaged Brody Meyer check. He's got two tickets for you guys. You're coming to this week's game. I win. I win. You and Marcus don't even like the football. Now you have to go. So it's a win for me to see you at the game. No, that was just a prank thing. Like, no, I you have, have to, go. to go. You can't be disrespectful now. <laughs> well, they're playing well. Okay, cool. We'll go. Another point for Scott. Another point for Scott. Oh, I'm winning 2-0. Look, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. 